Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's elite performance coach, Elena Schwartz. Elena, you are found on the web at elenaschwartz.com. That's A-L-A-I-N-A, schwartz.com. Elena, thank you so much for joining us. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here, Josh. Thank you. Hey, it's great to have you. Uh, so Elena, I, I you know just really have enjoyed um, reading um, what you know kind of your story and the the work that you do today um but can i let you describe you know what does an elite performance coach do <laughs> yeah you know what um well what i really do is i allow people to perform at their highest level typically what i see josh and i'm sure you've had this experience too is uh, i work with uh, small business owners mostly and typically what i see is that it's the five inches between their ears that actually is holding them back from their own greatness and there's so much more greatness in them that they don't really fully appreciate or even know about because they have so many unconscious programs that are running in their subconscious mind saying otherwise saying they're frauds they're not good enough they have to be perfectionists they have to work really hard to succeed and all of these things are driving what's actually really creating the success that they could have and i help unravel all of that programming and help people follow their own inner guidance, their own inner GPS to the level of success that they really want to create, to the level of fulfilling their vision and mission, because that's really what it's about for me. It's not just about success. It's about being able to live your purpose without sacrifice. Yeah. Well, where are we getting tripped up? You're getting to, that's a great question. Nobody's ever asked <laughs> it to it me Because it sounds that way. like, I think everybody <laughs> listening, I think, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I want. That's what I want to do. But then some things get in the way. What are those yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. The things are the subconscious programming. So before we were seven years old, let's say, because before we we're seven, we're pretty much a subconscious brain. Uh, we our, our conscious mind hasn't been fully developed yet. And as a result, our subconscious mind only has the ability to accept. It cannot reject. It doesn't have logic or reason. So everything that you're told about you and the world you come to believe as true. So let's say, for example, this could be something so innocuous, like you're going to show your mom a drawing, you're three years old, four years old, and you're super psyched about this drawing. And she's in the middle of moving this heavy pot of like spaghetti, boiling water off of the stove to the sink. And she yells at you to get out of the way because she doesn't want to burn you. And mm. now all of a sudden you think what's important to me isn't important. Mommy didn't give me love for my drawing. She didn't want to see my drawing. And so now if this happens, happens multiple times, you start developing what's important to me isn't important, 
right? And you, and you start repressing and pushing down the things that are important to you and start doing what other people want you to do to get their love and approval. Yeah. And, and Elena, it, it's interesting how these things that you're talking about, they absolutely affect us. And, uh, but, but, you know, you described it as, as being kind of these subconscious, yes. uh, subconscious, um, responses or, or, or programming. And, uh, they don't make logical sense. Um, there's certainly nothing. Do we really need to worry about, does mom want us to worry about the time, you know, when she didn't, uh, recognize us for the drawing? Of course she doesn't. Um, so these are just, you know, it's, I, I think that there's some value for me when I, look at how my brain works and I almost kind of separate myself from maybe an illogical pattern that my brain is doing mm -hmm. and say, hmm, well, that's really interesting that my brain is, that's not me, but that's the way that my brain is interpreting or responding to that. Yes. And um, I, I think there's, can you talk maybe about how do, when we have a pattern, what are some of those ways that we might be able to either interrupt that pattern, or at least get curious, right? And that's why my, my wife is a family therapist and, and she loves using that term. Hmm. Well, that sounds like something curious. maybe we should be curious about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I I'm a big fan of curiosity too, because we all have self-sabotage patterns. Now, now here's the thing about getting curious about this, right? Everybody has a self-sabotage pattern, but what everybody's pattern is, is unique to them because your subconscious mind knows what you are most insecure about and will cover that thing, will bring up that thing. So you have to take your focus off of the action and moving forward and put your focus and attention on the thing that your subconscious mind is creating. And as a result, like I'll give you an example. I have a seven-figure client I'm working with right now, right? And I am teaching her how to clear these limiting beliefs. I teach people how to actually go into their subconscious mind and clear the limiting beliefs directly because beliefs themselves are just untruths we've come to believe that are true. They're just untruths. That's all they are, right? And so when you bring truth into your subconscious mind, it, it essentially neutralizes the limiting belief so it no longer has the impact in, in having you create the reality that you're creating because of that belief. And so as she's trying to clear these limiting beliefs, she keeps getting headaches every time she goes to clear mm. them. And she's like, she hasn't been sick in years and she now has a sore throat and she's a speaker as well. So she does a lot of speaking and she's like, oh my God, I have this sore throat. And she's laughing because she's like, man, my ego mind is really trying to stop me from clearing mm. these limiting beliefs. And I was like, exactly. So the curiosity that she's having about why it, are these things happening right now, rather than getting frustrated with them is the, is what you're talking about. That's key. So you don't go like, it doesn't pull you back because ultimately if you're not curious, if you're frustrated, if you're angry, if you're pissed off, if you're if you're feeling bad about yourself, it cuts off your ability to your connection to higher levels of intelligence, you know, <clears throat> um, ideas, inspiration, your intuition, which is the thing that makes people most successful by following their intuition. So there, there are many techniques out there, honestly. There's you know EFT and tapping, there's hypnosis, there's theta healing, there's inner child reparenting, there's RIM reimagining images and memory. And I offered, I used to offer a lot of those to my clients. And what I found was that they would tend to slide 
sabotage patterns when they weren't working with me. And now being able to teach them how to go into their own subconscious minds and clear them for themselves is by far the most effective technique I have ever used with my clients to clear those patterns so that they don't, you know, so you create a pattern interrupt. Yeah. And, and what is, you know, we think about um, how our limiting beliefs and, and, it, and it may show up in, and I, I think for me, I forget who was talking about, I don't know, it was in the secret. And I, I, I interviewed somebody else who talked about this, but our kind of this idea of an emotional guidance system and, and how valuable our emotions are to us. So for example, um, if we are feeling a two, you know, we're feeling like we're a two or a three, um, instead of, you know, maybe just bathing in that two or threeness, uh, and said, you know, again, just like I'm feeling low energy and I wonder what's going on. And maybe it's really easy to connect the dots. Maybe you had a, um, um, some interaction and, and it left you feeling bad. Like you have a d disagreement argument, uh, or maybe someone was snarky or rude to you online or something like that. Maybe it's really easy to identify, but, um, you know, uh, you know, what are the, you know, uh, what are some other ways that we can use emotions or are, you know, to, to, to our benefit? Yeah. Yeah. Ones. yeah I, I love that you brought and that I'm up because follow up about emotions, okay. negative emotions or feeling sad is it's it's like it's okay to feel so i don't want to get caught into the happiness trap that we always need to be a nine or ten anyway that's a lot of words i'll let you take it from here <laughs> <laughs> no i love that because because i do think that i call them barometers feelings are yeah. barometers right yeah. they're they're gauges of what's really going on so i'm not suggesting that everybody not feel the feelings i think it's really important to feel the feelings and the more you actually feel the feelings in the moment like actually what i would say is have tea with it don't set up base camp because that's really the have difference tea right? with it <laughs> have tea it. with them but don't set up base camp because it's important to feel the feelings just not get lost in them now here's the the overriding thing about that the only reason we're feeling the way we are let's say for example something actually did happen somebody said something that offended you or hurt your feelings or quote unquote, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. The only reason our feelings are feeling hurt is because of the meaning we're making out of the thing that happened. All things themselves, all circumstances and events are actually neutral. They don't mean anything. It's just the meaning we're giving it that's making it feel bad for us, making it feel good for us, right? And the meaning that we're giving it is being filtered through our subconscious mind from all of our past programming. So somebody says something rude and rather you going, oh, that's about them. It has nothing to do with me. Why would I take that on for me? I know the difference. The only reason it bothers you is because you subconsciously are already feeling that way about yourself, right? It wouldn't trigger you otherwise. It would have no effect on you. If somebody said something that you knew blatantly was untrue, would it bother you? You'd be like, no, I, I don't care. <laughs> you know, that, that person can think whatever they want. I know it's not true. But when you don't know it's not true subconsciously, that's when it becomes the issue. So we're meaning-making machines, Josh, and it really is about the meanings that we're making out of things that are creating the feelings, that are creating the thoughts, that are creating the feelings. And when we do do that pattern interrupt of what's in our subconscious mind, we can make different meanings. We can see it for what it really is rather than see it through the filter of our past. Yeah. And I, I should also point out that in my experience, that when you being able to perform 
professionally is pretty important. In other words, it's it's not enough for you to just show up and phone it in. Like you have expectations of your ability to be able to lead and and have vision and, and be at an optimal state. Uh, like that's pretty important. Um, doing it yourself and thinking that you're just naturally always going to have all the skills, resources, and tools ready and available. Um, I, I don't think most leaders would say that that's a great way of do, doing life. Um, we need to surround ourselves with coaches and 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 great team members who can support us and and maybe do the things that we're just not awesome at. And we don't have to be awesome at everything. So I guess what I'm saying is it, it takes a village. <laughs> and also, you know, just the value of getting introspective with a third party like a coach. Um, yeah. Almost every leader I know works with coaches. Yeah, I have. I like the saying, you can't read the label from inside the jar, right? Yep. So you, yep. you sometimes just cannot see it from the perspective that you're looking at it. And somebody who comes in and isn't emotionally connected to your emotions and your circumstances and your experiences has a completely different perspective around that, right? Mm -hmm. so, so for me, it's so important that I am doing my own work so that I'm a clear channel and a clear vessel for being able to tune into other people because I can literally go into people's energetically go into people's DNA and subconscious minds and see what's lurking there and help clear it for them, right? But I can't do that really well if I'm triggered, if I've got my own ego mind going on. So I've got to continually do the, my own work so yep. that I can help my clients get to their next level. Yeah. I, I look at it, it it's like... It, it, my my audience you know my audience my team my clients my family they deserve the best version of me that 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 i can give them right and and i feel like it we have a moral obligation to continue to work on ourselves not get lazy to say oh well i'm good enough oh yeah sure i always get grumpy when the kids make a lot of noise but that's just the way that i am Right, right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that on its head. Okay, because, go for it. Okay, I don't think you have a moral obligation to anyone else. I think it's an oh, obligation. Thank you. Thank no, you it, thank it's you. a responsibility to yourself. Right? Thank you. That's because, a much better because, way of saying that. Yeah, thank because you. ultimately, like when we put capital S self first, capital S self, meaning our higher self, right? The the highest version of us, this infinite version that doesn't take things personally here and, and already knows the truth about life. When we start putting what's in our highest good first, it is in everyone else around us highest good because we're operating at a different level. When we're putting small S self first, which is our ego mind self first, then we're not showing up for ourselves. And as a result of not showing up for ourselves, we can't can't be showing up for other people, right? Because whatever we're giving to ourselves is ultimately what's overflowing to others. And so by actually having, taking 100% responsibility for your own creations and putting yourself first is ultimately the work that I teach my clients, because to me, that's the definition of self-love. And when you are loving yourself more, you're overflowing that love to everyone else. And it, it, spectacular results happen in your business because of it, right? Because money is also synonymous with self-love. And so the more that we are fueling our own tank by taking responsibility for our own lives and our own creations, the more money is just magnetic to us. 
And it's, I watch this over and over and over again. It's so fascinating to watch how much people can attract exactly what they want from stepping into a different state of being. It's true. And it's not woo woo. <laughs> Thank you it's, for saying uh, that. From my perspective, um, because I think we've all been around like, wow, like when we get enrolled into someone's vi in someone's vision, we want to be a part of that. That's part of that attraction. Yes, I also yes. want to point out an observation. Uh, notice my own filter on when I use the world. I think I have a moral obligation to other people. Right. It's like, I was like, oh, okay, Josh, I think you're starting to tip your hand here on like what, you know, what's kind of going on in your life, buddy, as opposed to, um, you know, again, this idea of do we deserve to work with someone? Do we deserve to work on, our, you know, work on ourselves if the goal is just to please other people? Or right. is it because right. you deserve joy, you deserve, exactly. you know, you deserve to love yourself. So working on ourselves is just such is a great expression of self love. And it the really more is. that we show that self love to ourselves that we take that time. Um, I know for me, to, to unplug, you know, <laughs> you know, from work and that sort of thing. I know I'm definitely happier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's spot on. So the way you reframe that is beautiful because that's totally spot on. Yeah, because what happens also is when you when you are working on yourself, that's part of how uh, a big part of how I help entrepreneurs collapse time. So typically I help them shave 20 to 30 hours off their work week. But if you're not in a self-loving space, if you always feel like you have to work harder, you're not valuable. Mm. If, if, you know, nothing of easy is uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing of value comes easily, right? You have to work hard for something to be valuable. I have to be accomplished to be valuable. Those are typically some of the beliefs that are driving people to, you know, drive their business in a certain way that's making it so much harder than they have to. And again, that really isn't self-loving, you know? So when you bring space to that and go, oh, well, actually that's not really true. I don't, I can actually have like, really what's more successful? You working 60 hours in your business to achieve a million dollars or you working 20 25 hours in your business to achieve a million dollars, right? Yeah. What's really more successful? To me, it's the 25 hours, but we've been ingrained to believe it's the 60 hours. Yep. And so having to, you know, having to shift those beliefs in the subconscious mind are key to be able to have the kind of business to be able to show up as the person we want to be. But as you said, not show up as the person we want to be for other people, but for us, because we deserve that joy. We deserve deserve that happiness. We deserve to have ease and grace in our lives and be in flow. Yeah, I'm just, boy, I'm I'm immediately thinking back to my own childhood and the messages I got about, you know, you know, the, the measure of worth is, you know, I, well, I work real hard, you know, just kind of coming from a um, a poor working class upbringing in the Midwest to, to, you know, just these ideas around, you know, th this concept of working in grace and ease and only working 20 hours a week and making all this money that somehow, you know, that I think some of the messages I received, like, no, 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 that's, that means you're taking advantage of people. You know? You're shady. You're shady. There's something shady going on yeah. there, right? Mm. right? So I grew mm -mm. up in a poor working class family also. Yeah. And um, in, on the East Coast, though, and it was yeah. the same thing. Like, my parents really pushed me because they're not, and they was like, I was going to have the same thing they had unless I worked harder. 
right? And so that was the message that I got. You're either going to repeat the same struggle that we're having, or you're going to work really hard to get yourself out of that. Yeah. Uh, Elena, your website, elenaschwartz.com. Someone's been listening to our conversation. And they're like, I like Elena. I like her. Where do they, uh, what's, what's kind of the next step that you'd recommend for someone that's just listening to this for the first time? Yeah. If, if you want to understand how to shave, how I actually help my high-end one-on-one client shave 20 to 30 hours off of their work week, because I am so passionate about having entrepreneurs work less, like having, you know, having been a lawyer in the music industry for 18 years and working 60 to 80 hour weeks, when I started my coaching business, I was like, okay, I'm going to create a lifestyle business. And then went back into those old patterns of working really hard until I figured out time. So I'm super passionate about this. And I've created like, like it's about an hour long, but it's a four video mini course mm. on how to, on, on five ways to shave 20 to 30 hours of your work week while earning more. And so they can grab that at elenaschwartz.com forward slash time. So they can register for that at elenaschwartz.com forward slash time. And they'll, they'll opt in for the entire mini course. And then they'll get into my sphere uh, as a result of that. I love it. I've got it pulled up right now. Uh, you just punch in your first last or your first name and your email and uh, get start watching. I love it. Elena, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your insight. I uh, appreciate the work that you're doing in the world and uh, helping good people do amazing things. So Elena, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you, Josh. It's been an absolute delight and pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.